0: Welcome back to another episode of Reality Chloe. Veach is in the building! Alright, this was overdue, you know. It was I've too been trying overdue. to track you down, but you've been in America, Chloe. I
1: know, I'm sorry.
0: Oh. I'm sorry. Like what? You've been there for quite a while, actually. You I saw you at the Love is Blind thing. Like yep. you have been there for months.
1: I've been about.
0: So what was the deal? So you went for a couple of days and you ended up prolonging your journey, your trip?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was originally going to be there for a few days and then I thought, oh, I do want to stay for a little bit longer. So then it ended up being like extended for another couple of weeks and then another (laughs) couple of weeks. Long story short, I ended up staying out there for a few months Mm -mm. and that is the third time I have been in the past. Hi,
0: I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Get started today at plushcare.com/slash-weight-loss. That's plushcare.com/slash-weight-loss. Plushcare.com/slash-weight-loss.
1: Lost six months.
0: Yikes! Yeah. And, but why do people get so sucked in though? Like, what's the deal? It's you? a
1: black hole. Really? You just get sucked in. Like, it's a completely different world. It's like a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. You go there, and there's like, imagine. Go into a like LA, mm. I'm gonna call it like this magical world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> everyone's
1: doing podcasts, TV, mm. like there's like, there's loads like of influencers. Like a magical
0: media world.
1: Like a magical media world, and wow. everyone's so lovely. Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: Wow. So you're out there, and I heard that you're sober. Yes. So that must be hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I so every time I go abroad, I say to myself, not gonna drink that much, but I do. <laughs> but. You're doing all of this. You're enjoying your best life, living your best life, socialising, but you're not even taking a drop of alcohol. No. I respect it. Thank you.
1: I mean... I had to hit my bottom mm. to make that strong decision never to drink again. Like Everyone says that. I was you know, a if... massive drinker. I'm not going to lie. I'm not some girl that's like, oh, no, I just don't drink. It's like, no, when I drink, I fucking drink. Yeah. Can I swear on it?
0: You can. Fucking amazing. <laughs> can I say, apparently, that is the most said thing on a podcast. Can yeah. I swear on this? But yeah, like, no, I hear it. So, like, when did you just decide that this is not for me anymore? Cause... So it
1: was a couple years ago when I first made the decision. Mm. It started to get a bit messy. I was earning money. I was on fucking the number one show on Netflix. And it just like, during that week period in COVID, I went from 1500 followers to nearly 2 million. Mm. And like the the pressure and the anxiety of having to produce content for them at 19 years old, I was like, what? Anyway, right, that wasn't the excuse the reason why I drank. Yeah, but that's
0: a lot for any 19-year-old.
1: But I just wanted to party. Yeah. You know, like any normal 19, 20-year-old, I just wanted to go out, party. And you know what it's like. Mm. As soon as you start doing a podcast or being on TV, the promoters come out the woodwork. <laughs> come to Libertine, come <laughs> to Mayfair, come to Soho, <laughs> free booze on us. Yeah. 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 And you're getting drip-fed fucking vodka. And yeah. it just, it turned into a problem. And I mean, recovery, I do a 12-step program. Wow. And yeah, so it's not just me saying, I oh, just don't want drink, because if I was to say I don't want to drink, I wouldn't be able to just put it down. Mm. I have to replace it with something, you know?
0: Yeah. But what do you replace it with?
1: So uh, it's, I don't want to bore you with it. But...
0: No, I, this isn't boring. This is interesting <laughs> because I think myself, a lot of people watching probably go out and drink every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a British culture thing, isn't it? It is not it like, Oh British yeah, culture. Go to the pub, we'll get some drinks. Mm-hmm. But you've managed to restrict this. And I feel like, especially in our industry, Chloe, like, as you said, like, even when I first joined this business, free things, everything's free, free drinks, free drinks. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what do you replace it with? How do you do it?
1: Yeah. So at the beginning, I was going to meetings, like Mm. AA meetings, CA meetings, because at that point I was broken. Like I was broken, I I felt really depressed, suicidal, and it was like I was was on a hamster wheel. I was going round and round and round, doing the same things with the same people, Mm. in Mm. the same places, and my life wasn't getting any better. It wasn't progressing, so I had to make that strong decision and my family influenced it and was like, Chloe, I think you've got a problem. And I was like, okay, and my dad's been to rehab and stuff. So I kind of see him go through his change of being that father who drank and abused substances to then coming out the other side and actually being a dad. So I was like, I've got this huge opportunity with Netflix do I want to chuck it down the drain or do mm. I actually want to progress? So that's what I done, I started going to meetings, I got a sponsor, I do a gratitude list daily. What's a sponsor? So a sponsor in recovery is someone that you're accountable to. Mm. So like a best friend okay, that's been cool. through the same stuff that you have. So she understands the depression Mm -hmm. and the dark times of addiction. She will understand that once you take one drink, you're then drinking to get blooded. Do you know what I mean? Like I was a yes girl. I'm like, yeah, I'm going out. And even though I didn't want to drink, there was always that devil inside me that was like, just have one, just Mm. have one. And a sponsor is someone that you learn to build a relationship with, to talk to every day. And she'll ask you, or he'll ask you, how are you feeling? Do you have the obsession to drink today? Um, And you go through the 12 steps, which is basically, long story short, you admit that you have a problem. And then you start to go to meetings and go through the 12 steps, which are admitting you've got a problem, understanding that you have character defects which are like am I really impatient am I really angry all the time or is my ego really big but I just don't know have I got low self-esteem and they they go through a book which is called the Alcoholics Anonymous book and they teach you it's like the life book it's a book of life that just teaches you how to be a good person just so you're yeah on a different way of life because when I was drinking I didn't care about anyone, I was so selfish. As long as I'm going out and I'm having fun, if my mum rings me, that, that phone's going on silent. today i've got a great relationship with my family because i am sober you know so yeah one day at a time they say that's so
0: good (laughs) and like it must have been hard for like your friends because like imagine going from being the party girl and like life of the party buying the drinks to now not doing Mm -hmm. that do you feel like your friends had to change in order for you to do that like what was the deal or was it hard when you were out or did you just not go to those places anymore
1: I mean, at the beginning, my willpower was non-existent. Oh, like, I didn't God. have power. Wow. Like, I just I just wanted to drink. So I had to stop going out to nightclubs for a little while. Yeah. Stopped hanging around with the friends that used to drink all the time. And then the one friend that you know, Nicole, mm. she kind of knew that I had a bit of a problem. Like, mm. She would say to me, are you okay? Like, you look really depressed. I was crying all the time. And That's good of her, that. It is amazing. And she is, like, my ride all day. She helped me through a lot. And me going to meetings and stuff. It got to a point where even though I'd kind of told some of my friends, listen, I can't really be going out with you that much because I don't feel strong enough to be around alcohol and to not drink it, Mm. they understood it. And the ones that didn't weren't my fucking friends anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, Were you really my friends? And then it got to a point where in my sobriety, I was like a year sober and then like two years sober. And I thought, okay, I think it was around the, the five or six month mark that I felt strong enough with going through the steps with my sponsor and building a new way of life that I could go into nightclubs. I've been sober, sober raving. Wow. Like, I'm like, oi, oi, on the what's, dance what's floor. What's that like? So, it's insane.
0: So what, are you just drinking lemonade? Like, having Red a Bull? good time? Red Bull. Red
1: Bull to keep me awake.
0: That's the vibe. Um,
1: bottles of water.
0: But do you get tired? Do you feel like, oh, gosh, I'm going home at like, I don't know, 10 p.m. No, because without the
1: drink and the the substances, I am still a fun girl. Yeah. I tricked myself into thinking that I was only fun because I could drink.
0: Mm. And
1: it's like, once you take that away, you start to realise that actually... You are a fun person without substances and drink and you mm. can just have fun. And I learnt that through sobriety and it's amazing. And I've so many of my friends are like, Hello, oh, I think I've got a problem. Can you help me? And yeah. that's the beautiful thing about it, because it's not promotion. You don't promote it, you attract it. Mm. So my friends are attracted to my sobriety because they're starting to kind of realise it doesn't matter if you're in your fifties or in your twenties. Addiction doesn't discriminate, you know. Like, I'm allergic to alcohol. Once I drink it, I can't stop drinking it. So.
0: And a lot of people don't really know that, but look, I think it's such a good thing because it's like you're so young and you're doing so so well in your career. Thank
1: you. Like, how
0: does it feel? You've done so many reality shows. I don't even know where to start.
1: I'm a reality TV whore.
0: You legit are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You legit are. And like, I discovered you on I think was it Too Hot to Handle, which yes. you did like a couple of years ago, and you've just done so many. You've just done the the E4 show, the Celeb yes. Detox show. How was that? So, so you and a bunch of celebs went away to kind of like a is it like a spiritual retreat, spiritual awakenings, and all that the stuff? The Purge but does that stuff work?
1: Yeah, I mean, some of them no. <laughs> like, I can't believe I can't believe the guys actually had a coffee enema. That's
0: flipping mad. Like
1: they had to have tubes stuck up their ass and they had to have coffee. That's
0: flipping right? unnecessary. I just
1: don't get it. But why? We'll...
0: Why were they so convinced that this was going to work?
1: I mean, the money helped. Fine. When I first got offered the job, <laughs> <Yeah>. I thought.
0: <laughs> Why you, not?
1: You could literally do listen, if you gave me a bottle of wine, I would be flashing my tits. I'd be doing all sorts, <laughs> yeah. right? So why not if I'm being offered a little mm. a little bag? But to be honest with you, I was quite sceptical when I got asked to do the show because I was like, is this really like something I wanna do? Because we had to sign waivers mm. to say if anything was to happen, then they wouldn't be liable and we couldn't sue. Yeah. So it clicked in my head, this is going to be serious. Like, what <laughs> am I getting myself into? <laughs> you know?
0: Like, yeah, and you've oh done your fair share of TV shows, so you know that, right, this, this <laughs> yeah. shit's about to get crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: To be honest with you about a day or two into the process, I really started to feel different. Yeah. And I can't explain it. Different in it. what way, though? Like, because I went in there open-minded, mm. more open-minded than what I thought I was going to be. I mean, Kerry Katona is absolutely hilarious, and so is David. As I can like, <laughs> yeah. I've worked with them on a few shows, and they are just so funny. And to see everyone else take it so seriously really helped me chuck myself in it. But oh. my favourite thing was the Pino and Bac Blanco seeds. Oh my
0: gosh!
1: And we had to eat these seeds that made an allergic reaction or something in our stomach, and we had to be sick. So we had to drink gallons and gallons and gallons of water. Yeah. And we were sat there for like six hours. You only see five minutes of it on the telly, but we were being fucking tortured. At a point where I thought,
0: is this even legal? Like, where the fuck have you got this from? And you look like drinking piss and stuff like that as well. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. What's the reasoning behind that, please? Explain (laughs) that to me. Because they must have explained that to you. Explain that to me. Do you know how many people
1: have been in my DMs? Like, did you just drink piss on the telly? No, I could not. So, they came into the room in the morning and mm. went, you need to piss in this bottle. Fine. Because there's a treatment. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, maybe we're just pouring <laughs> it on the grass and then, like, <laughs> praying into the grass and, th- like, hoping that the piss grows nature, you know? <laughs> yeah. No. But I cheated. I actually poured half water, half piss in mine because I knew that something felt a little bit dodgy. Yeah. But when we went round in a circle there was this guy stood sat, sat there and he said that he drinks his wii every day and he has done for the past 10 years. What? He says it, it's really good for his skin but his stink, skin looked shit. Oh. He said that he does what it What waste of time? Exactly. He says he does it for his well-being and I'm like you do not look healthy, <laughs> mate. I think you're you're in denial. This should be illegal.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my days. So He just drinks pee for Bantz at this point. Love it. He loves it. Do you know what?
1: He drank David's wee. What? He Listen, David tipped his wee in his mouth and started gagging and went, I can't drink it. I can't drink it. Mine tastes like lighter fluid. And he went, can I try yours? Oh,
0: no. And this guy
1: fully just tipped.
0: Oh Wait, hold on. Doesn't Madonna do this? I swear to God, I read somewhere that Madonna either drinks pee or... Or bathes in it, or just something like that. Bathes like, in it. I'm <laughs> Madonna, what are you doing? Something like that. But look, this show was good because you were very open about a certain part of your life on this show. You spoke out about your sexuality.
1: Mm-hmm, I did.
0: That You looked really emotional in that scene, actually.
1: I didn't realise it was going to fall out. Wow. It just built up inside of me, and it fell out like word vomit. And even the producers afterwards were like,
0: Crap, we weren't expecting we weren't that one. We weren't
1: expecting that, Chloe. Yeah. But it it felt natural. And I feel like sometimes in TV, you, you feel unnatural in certain settings because you know that you're there to do a job. Mm. You're being paid to be there. You want the show to do well and you want the best storyline possible, you mm. know? So it's, it's kind of orchestrated to a point, but mm. you have to be your authentic self. And with this show, in the first initial interview process, they were asking me questions, genuinely asking me questions about myself. They weren't these producers that were like, why don't you say this? This will sound funny. It was like, okay, this is the first time in history out of the whole seven shows that I've done that I've actually felt safe in a producer's company, mm. you know? And that really added to the reason as to why I came out about my sexuality. I mean, I've liked women ever since I came out of my mum's minge wheel. Wow. And I've known and I've suppressed it not knowing that that was actually what it was. Um, and I've I've been in a relationship with a woman before for a year in secret. Um, and it was only a week before the show came out that I actually told some of my family this and this is going to be on air because I wanted to wait until the last pinnacle point to actually yeah. admit it. But all my friends have been so supportive and me and my ex actually aren't together now because it was... It was a problem in the relationship that he couldn't accept. He'd never been with someone that was bisexual and it confused him. Mm. And I can't make him understand my sexuality and-
0: What do you mean it confused him? He,
1: I don't know. Like, he he said that he'd never been with someone that was bisexual and that now he feels like he has to watch out for guys and girls when we're out. And I'm like, well, surely that's just to do with your insecurities, no? And you just obviously don't feel secure in the relationship. And then it got to a point where, I don't know, he, he said on the last conversation we ever had that I was doing it for attention. And that for me was, the first of all, he said, why would you come out as bisexual when you're in a straight relationship? That's disrespectful to me. And as soon as he said those words, I just thought, I have, I am so glad that you have just said this to me because I've not come out for anyone else I've come out for He's me. He's flipping rude. I don't get it, Will.
0: Girl, I can't keep up with your love life because you were you were going out of that guy from that show. Then you left the guy from the show. Wait, didn't you leave? Oh, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Stop no.
0: it! <laughs> no, so you, I swear, was it not when the camera stopped rolling and you guys were like, see you soon? Basically. <laughs> but that's fine, though. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. So you split up with the guy from...
1: Shane. Shane. From, from Love is Blind, yeah.
0: From Love is Blind, sorry, yeah. And then you started dating this hockey player. Yes. Yeah. How long were you with him for?
1: So I was with him for around five or six months. Okay. I was besotted with him. It was like, Mm. I've just met this guy off Raya. Mm. Like, who would have thought Raya? Mm. And he was really caring. Yeah. He was a gentleman and he had ambitions. And it was like, okay, this is what it's like to be with someone that I can actually see a future with. And then... It just got to a point where it just didn't feel right, you know? I didn't want it to turn toxic. I knew a little while back.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: that it just wasn't gonna work out. And mm. we had those difficult conversations because the last thing I wanna do is lie to him and say, I am so in love with you when I'm not feeling it. And it got to a point where we would argue every day and certain things would happen, like his beliefs and morals wouldn't align with mine. And you know what, in the modern day, that's okay. Yeah. Like just because you aren't aligning with their morals and beliefs, it doesn't make you a bad person. Like he's not a bad guy, but, we're just two very different people and we just started clashing and I made that decision to end the relationship and then we got back together and then we ended it again then we got back together and then I got back home to London and that was when the whole bisexuality conversation happened and I just thought you know what I have felt so belittled my whole life in relationships to the point where I'm actually worried about dating again and now you're bringing up my sexuality and weaponizing it against me. Yeah. And it's like, for you to weaponize my sexuality and tell me that you think I'm doing it for attention and that it's a respect thing and that I shouldn't have come out whilst being in a relationship with you, I'm sorry, mate, you can get fucked. And I don't care if he watches this.
0: I feel like, do you know what? I feel like you've grown up quickly. Thanks. do you not know feel like that
1: i feel like i've matured a lot yeah.
0: i feel like you've matured quite i feel like a lot was thrown at you from a young age and you just mm-hmm. matured so quickly
1: i'm like <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally oi i also heard that you've got ibs like me oh Spud me. <laughs>
1: how me wait this is a serious question yeah how many times do you shit a day
0: <sighs> do you know what it's about three times a What's day saying? it's not too bad how many times do you shit a day
1: like at least five. Five? Yeah. You shit five times a day. Everyone says that I need to go to the doctors, but I have done multiple times and they said it's normal. Don't
0: you enjoy it though? it. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I love taking this shit. It's the best thing. When I can feel it coming, I was on the phone to my friend, Rock, right, will you back in a bit? Get my phone ready. I might get some grapes as well. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Guys.
1: Do you like wipe it and sniff it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know about I'm that, joking, girl. I'm but I enjoy being on the seat. No, but I think when everyone wipes their poo, you do look back at it and be like, mm.
1: just to see if it's healthy, if it's yeah. normal. Yeah, you have to. Oh.
0: What?
1: How scary are the ones that you do and you wipe and there's nothing on the tissue? It's called a
0: ghost poo. Why do they? Well, yeah, that's that. Like, where does it go? What's in the water?
1: Sometimes I have to Google it. It's
0: fucking mad, isn't it?
1: Mm. Shit. But yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't drink milk.
0: So when you drink milk, you poo?
1: Yeah, but I love coffee.
0: So you have coffee with no milk?
1: No, I have coffee with milk and just suffer the pain.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So now we're going to go through a series of just, just tell me, so you know, like, tell me a friendship deal breaker.
1: You know, when you've got a new boyfriend or like you're dating someone and you're like, oh, I really want you to meet them. (laughs) Yeah. And they do that thing where they're like... (laughs) They push their boobs up and they flick their hair and they're like, "Oh, let me just get ready to look cute in front of your boyfriend."
0: <laughs> oh, girls do that a lot, you know. I've noticed this.
1: Don't pinch your nips to make them hard just for my fella, babe. All right.
0: But that's sneaky, though.
1: I walked in on one of my best friends having sex with a guy that I was seeing. What? Yeah. It um, was disgusting. <laughs> like you think in that moment you'd go mental. And what did she? And what did she say? Well, I walked in, he was on top of her, naked, and the covers were off and then I went like I walked in and was like i didn't I just froze, and I went, what the f- what are you doing." Shh. And then he got off her and she was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then we went. Da- I went downstairs and just like sat in the sitting room and was just in shock. Like, what do I do? Because she was my best friend. Yeah. And I'm like, surely that's not right. And then she came downstairs and started crying. I was like, I'm sorry. I was really drunk. I didn't mean to do it. I'm going for a breakup. And I'm like, well, now I'm going for a breakup because of you, you little <laughs>
0: bitch.
1: You've, you're so selfish. Close your legs. <laughs>
0: Literally. What well, uh, What's it? What's it? What's a dating deal breaker for you?
1: A dating deal breaker? Yeah. I'm a simple girl. Yeah. So if they don't, hold the door open for me, pull my chair out. Yeah. And if they're not polite, if they're not polite, I can't, I can't. I I hear it. I will go to the toilet.
0: Some men have no flipping manners, by the way.
1: Listen, just smile. And if they bring out the wrong order and it's cold, just say, excuse me, darling. I'm Mm. really sorry. I don't want to be a pain, but... My food's cold. Can you change it? <laughs> Not...
0: Oh. Wait. <laughs> 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 who's paying the bill, though? When you uh, and your man are out, first date, okay? You've both suggested this is to yeah. happen. The bill comes... You're probably at quite a nice restaurant, actually, yeah. because you're Chloe Veitch. Sexy fish or
1: something. Because
0: you're Chloe Veitch. Or
1: McDonald's.
0: Because you're Chloe Veitch. <laughs> 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 exactly. And, you know, the bill comes... And you know what's the bill? What about six hundred? Oh no, he's 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 bought champagne for himself. Maybe he's bought you the finest steak on the menu. Um, who should be paying that bill?
1: Uh, I feel like I would. I would. Mm, the man definitely has got to pay for the first date. I think because. I'm a lady, you know? (laughs) It's like you're getting the privilege. Yeah, but girl, you can tap your bank card too. I mean, I feel like the first date, the man should try and impress the woman, yeah? Yeah. But I've actually had arguments about this. I will secretly pay for the bill on the second date. Always without a doubt. Why I will fight for that for that card machine. What the whole bill? The whole bill. Why? Hundred percent. Because I don't want him thinking that I am using him for his money. I
0: get it. Or
1: I don't want him to then have the privilege to turn around and say to me, You wouldn't have had that if it weren't for me.
0: Okay. So do you feel like as a woman you have to show the man that you do have your own money? So that's almost like a yeah. an authority, like 100%. look.
1: I've
0: got my own money, I make my own money, I don't I'm independent. Need you. Yeah. Yeah. So you would pay for the bill to kind of show that? Mm,
1: I mean, not really. That wouldn't be the ulterior motive behind the But if you, you do pay. want... It, but it, if... would, it would be more of a, see, I'm a nice girl. Hopefully mm. you'll fall in love with me quicker now. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because I've had conversations with men before and they're like, oh, I, I bought her this, I bought her that, I paid for this, I paid for that. And I'm like, okay, well, if it annoys you, then why don't you just ask her to pay for something? Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I don't know, as a woman, I just... My experience, but then I've been invoiced for gifts. Invoiced? (laughs) I've been invoiced. You've been invoiced for what? So my ex bought me a Louis Vuitton bag in Spain. Yeah, and he was like, I want to treat you, let's go into Louis Vuitton. Um, I love you so much, I want to treat you. And I said to him repeatedly, you don't have to, please, it's too much. Mm. And he's like, no, let's do it. I'm like, okay, he had quite a bit of money. I'm going to take right advantage of this. So I I went up to the limited edition bag And it was like four grand. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, I really, really like this one. And he went, okay, let's get it. He got me the bag. A month or so later, he turned out to be a massive stalker, right? It was just insane. I ended it with him. He then invoiced me for the bag. What? And a pair of diamond earrings that he bought for me. And he was threatening me and saying, if you don't pay this, then this, this, this is gonna happen. (laughs) He even went to the extreme of emailing my (laughs) mum.
0: He emailed my mum. That's a psycho ex, ladies and gentlemen, that is a psycho ex. Now, Love Island is on our TV screens now. Um, Before we even speak and rate the contestants, What do you think of the previous contestants? Are any of them like? Have you found any of them hot? Have any of them slid into your DMs? Like, what's the dealio?
1: Oh my god, one of them actually did. What was his name? It was the guy. I think it was from a couple seasons ago, and Mm. he was was he Welsh? Brad.
0: Brad. Brad Brad from from Love Island. Island. Yeah, Brad.
1: What's his surname? I don't remember. Me- yeah, I don't know, yeah, I'm yeah. Standing. We're thinking of
0: the same one.
1: Yes, yeah, so he slid I think
0: he Was it slid- just like a random DM slide?
1: Yeah, this was like a long time ago. Well, yeah. Oh, I'd say about a year or so ago. I don't know, a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the yeah. timeline. But he slid in um, and then he was messaging me like on and off and we were going to meet and whatever and then we ended up not meeting because I had to film a show. Mm. And when I got back off the show, I looked on my Instagram and because he'd liked a couple of my photos, there yeah. was an article saying that Brad and Chloe are like, are oh, they dating?
0: What, oh, because he likes like,
1: to... yeah. Like, oh what man. All... part of me was like, have you done that?
0: He <laughs> <laughs> might have done have that. You done
1: that? Well, I don't know.
0: So in the reality world, right, you obviously know what it's like. Like people like mm-hmm. to set things up. People will sell their stories. Like, have you experienced that yourself? Like, has anyone sold a story on you? Like, has anyone been snaky in that mm-hmm. way?
1: No. Wow,
0: that's good. Fortunately. But I do feel like you're quite, because like, you are so known in America, right? Yeah. I think that bullshit happens over here. It does. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think they do that over there, right?
1: In America, it's very nice because they're yeah. very positive. They want the best for you. In London and like the UK, the press are so different. They're all about clickbaits. Really? They're all about what's the worst possible headline we can caption this article to get people to, to look at it. But I don't know. Not. It hasn't happened to me yet. Yeah. Good. Good.
0: But like I said, Love Island is back on our TV screen. So I think we should rate the cast members. What do you think? Oh,
1: I'm excited. Let's do it.
0: We have got Sammy. What are you thinking? Is it a smash or pass? Smash. Okay. Yeah. That was a straight what you're liking the body, you're liking the.
1: It's the dark hair. Mm. It looks like a scaffolder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> looks like a scaffolder, yeah. Well, what we're saying about Whitney is a smash or pass 25 year old entrepreneur.
1: Smash. Yes. Do you know? What? I love Moles. Yeah. And she's got, she's a got, beauty got one.
0: Mole. She's got the, oh, she's got the body yardy.
1: Yeah.
0: She's a businesswoman and we like that.
1: Entrepreneur. Literally.
0: What are we thinking of Zachariah?
1: See, Zach would be my type, yeah, smash. Really? But he looks like a bit of a fuckboy, so I don't know. I'd probably stay clear in the Why I'd do you think he looks like a fuckboy? Because he's quite all right looking, and I just think that about everyone. He's <laughs> quite all right looking. I'm like, you must get about, mate.
0: He's a basketball player. Really? Yeah,
1: see- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did I just scream there? Yeah, you're like, really? I think I got a bit too
0: excited. <laughs> yeah. Ruchi, what are we thinking?
1: I think she's gorgeous. Yeah. Absol- the blue. Oh, she's definitely yes. got a batty on her, you can tell.
0: She's stunning. So are we smashing or are we passing? Smashing. What are we think of Tyree.
1: Dude, do you know what? He knows Toby, doesn't he? Toby. He does, he does, the, like, he does. Yeah. I think he's the best looking in the villa.
0: I Tyree. agree. I agree with that, you know.
1: It's the eyelashes.
0: I agree with that. And the eyes.
1: Guys that have pretty eyes, I'm telling ya.
0: It's evil.
1: Beware.
0: Be flippin' where.
1: Expect them to be chatting to at least fifty other girls.
0: And you'll end up in their bed fifteen minutes after meeting them. Fifteen, Molly.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting bitchy vibes <laughs> just from the photo. I have, I, don't, I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, no yeah, yeah. I, I love no. you, Molly. I just don't know you yet.
0: <laughs> oh wait, are we coming to the conclusion that she looks like a bitch from the photo? No, only
1: because. I don't know. She just looks really posy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here yeah. you go. Musical theatre performer. See, <laughs> I knew it. She's a drama queen.
0: Smash will pass? Pass. Okay, fine. What are we thinking of Catherine?
1: Oh, I love Catherine. I mean, I'm not sure on the eyebrows, though.
0: Mm. I don't
1: know. I love the long hair, though. I'm going to... I'm going to, I'm going to oh, yeah, You seem 50-50.
0: Are you smashing this, Smash, stuff? Smash. Well, what's the situation? Is it after, after an evening? How? Is I'd it... Would say... you day? Was it... Just a date. Yeah, just a date. What are we thinking of Mehdi?
1: He looks cheeky. Is he cheeky?
0: He's very cheeky. Oh,
1: He's good at communicating, he's a communications manager. Yeah. He might be in touch with his emotions. Mm. Unfortunately, I like guys that are emotionally unavailable.
0: No. Girl, we gotta change that. It's the worst thing ever. I love them. All right, okay. Um, Ella.
1: Stunning. Best looking girl. I've seen so far in S- the villa.
0: Smash or pass? Smash. We're smashing, uh, Mitchell.
1: Oh my god, my ex's name was Mitchell Lee Taylor.
0: Oh wow.
1: So I'm gonna say pass just because of that. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what we thinking of, Jess?
1: Jess. Oh, I don't know. She's very sexy, but she looks like she'd have a gob on her, so I'm gonna say pass. Yes, yeah.
0: fine, 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 fine. Andre.
1: I don't
0: know. This is, a I can it's hear in your voice. It's the raised
1: eyebrow, I don't
0: know. Like. <laughs> You're not feeling the vibes, Just are drop you? Drop the
1: brow, babe. Drop
0: the brow, fine. So that's a no. I feel like, I know that you've been on so many reality shows. I know for a fact you've been asked to go in this. I don't care, I do not care. I know for a fact that somehow, somewhere, a Love Island producer has reached out to you. Am I lying?
1: You're not lying.
0: When, what year were you about to go on? What was the process?
1: This was before I actually went on Talk to Handel.
0: Wow. So they reached out
1: to me and I'd done my audition process. They loved me and said, right, we want you to come in. But we were only at the mid stages of the interviewing process. Really? And I'd already gone through all of that with Netflix. So it was a choice between a show that I was unfamiliar with on Netflix or Love Island. Wow. So I chose Netflix and I'm so glad that I did.
0: Damn. Yeah, because with Love Island like don't get me wrong it's good for anyone who goes on but Love Island can really be a hit or miss it
1: pigeonholes you yeah you're an influencer straight away you're known in the UK but not really anywhere else Mm. and I wanted to be more global Yeah, you know I'm joking
0: no but you are I'm joking
1: I didn't know where it was going to go we weren't even told that it was Netflix
0: yeah but that's what I'm saying I feel like at the stage too hot to handle was at back then Mm -hmm. I'm sure not many people really knew what was going to happen from it I I was
1: on the first season so I I went in blind yeah yeah blind what did
0: you do in the, did you, did you, you didn't have sex in there, did you? No. You kissed in there, I got didn't
1: fingered. You? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I didn't really.
0: Like, would you have felt weird, like, having sex on TV or even doing anything like that on TV, like, family scene, all that stuff?
1: My nan's watching. Shit. Like, my nan is holy. She's religious. She's Ooh. like, Chloe, girl.
0: No, it wasn't going to Do happen. not be
1: getting fingered on TV, please. <laughs> you know?
0: Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've got, like, four brothers.
0: You've got four brothers. I would kill
1: me. Wow. Yeah.
0: Damn. So what's next in life and love for Chloe Veach? I've told you, you need to start a podcast again. Because yes. you know that you've had your show. Yes. You need to either bring it back or do something.
1: So I want to continue with banging. Yeah. I want to continue. It's still on Spotify. It's still on TikTok. still mm. on YouTube. Yeah. But I'm just waiting for the right time in my life where I can be unconditional with it because if mm. i can't devote all my time to it i don't want to let anyone down yeah. so it's on pause for anyone that's listening or watching it will be back up and running within the next year
0: yeah good no that's a good time frame because <laughs> you're not over promising yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but i've i've had a few really exciting conversations with netflix recently mm-hmm. and i'm just Trusting the universe, you know. Yeah. I would love to be a host. I really want to be, be a presenter. I want a talk show, like the Late Late Corden show. Yeah. And I want to be like Keith Lemon, but a female version. Do you know? I want I to do comedy sketches. I'd be sick at that. And I just, I need to find that one person at Netflix that just believes in me and yeah. pushes me in that area, you know. But yeah, keep your fingers crossed.
0: I believe it's going to happen. Thank, thank you. Chloe Veach, thank you for coming on the show. <clears throat>